anytime like a decision is like a big decision or even a little decision it's like could possibly be life-changing I literally take the leap always every time this is where you're meant to be like I know it I've never my best self is better than every single person who's gonna walk on that platform that gosh man that was was a moment that changed my life man work harder than everyone else and just keep going get up and do it again and again and again journey to a better you starts right now. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. My guest today is Madison Pinnell. Madison is a 49-kilo weightlifter out of California Strength. On the episode, we dove into how exactly she got to Cal Strength and her background in gymnastics. We also broke down her performance at the most recent American Open Series 1 so really fun episode. I took a lot away from this one. I hope you guys do as well. And let's kick it over there now. Is there a lot of people that come through? Like, obviously on the Cal Strength YouTube, you only see a couple different people. But do you find there's a lot of people who come through for a couple months or a year to train and then kind of fall off? Um, I've heard of people like that. Like, I've heard names and stuff. Like, and I don't know who these people are. Oh, they've only trained for this long and then they left. Oh, they fell off. Well, this and that. But nobody while I've been there has like really like, it's like, I'm going to be a Cal Strength athlete and then like gone. Like we're all, it's been the pretty tight group ever since I've been there. Oh, actually. Well, I mean, Jake, right? <laughs> so do you get recruited to Cal Strength? Like, how does that work? Do you just show up and ask Dave for a membership or is this something that you have to be asked to be on the team um I was confused for the longest time um I got really lucky and I just walked in not knowing what Cal Strength was so that was like super fun just to be like like do you know where you are like kind of thing like oh are you like a weightlifter I'm like no like no so um I didn't want to be on the team until like couple months after and I was like how do I be on the team and I remember being at this one gym like just training because I lived in Vacaville at the time and they were like oh you go to Cal Strength they're like yeah like oh don't you know that you have to like sign up like and like petition yourself to be on the team and I was like no and I was I remember being so sad and being like oh I guess I'm not on the team because no one has asked me no one has like given me these papers to fill out and like I went into the office the next day I was at Cal Strength and I was like, hey, can I get some papers to fill out so I can be on the team? And they're like, what? <laughs> so they, they had no idea what I was talking about. And this person had no idea what they were talking about. But um, after that, he was like, you're on the team. And I was like, oh, okay. Cool. And that was like a year ago. <laughs> That's funny. And th so how do you get, how do you actually get started in weightlifting? Um, I transitioned to CrossFit from CrossFit, not to CrossFit. And I was kind of like similar like you. Like I just remember being in the open workouts and it was 2018 open. And I remember there was this thing called, um, I don't, I don't remember, but it was like CrossFitters doing weightlifting and like being ranked in the weight class. And I was, I just remember I really liked that. And they're like, you know, this like weightlifting is a sport. Like you can do that. And I was like, what? No way. And I was like, like just lifting snatch and lifting clean and jerk is like a, its own sport on its own. 
super uneducated. <laughs> They're like, yeah. And um, that was that. And then like maybe like a year later, my CrossFit coach was like, do you want to do something like that? And um, like, there's like a meet coming up. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Like my dad had just passed away. So I was just sort of like in the mood of like, just kind of do everything and anything I can. And so I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's just do it. And I wouldn't be the person to normally say like, fuck it and just go. And, but I did. And like, it was, it was a lot of fun. So I did my first meet. What numbers did you, did you hit your first meet? Do you remember? Yeah. (laughs) Um, so I, I weighed, I was actually overweight for like a little bit. Like I weighed 150 pounds and I started cutting weight for like health reasons because I was 150 pounds at five one and eating Taco Bell every day. And, um, I was like 130 pounds. And when I looked at the numbers of like the weight classes, um, it was 121 pounds was the weight class. So like 55 kilos. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to cut like 10 pounds so I can be in this weight class. So I can try to make this American open. And, um, I was like, I have to hit like a 145 snatch and like a 187 clean and jerk. And so I just hit like those, like literally exactly numbers. I'm like my, I think it was my second attempt, but I had no idea what I was doing. And I just told um, Kevin Doherty, um, I was like, I want to go to American open. And he was like, do you have a single? And I was like, no, like I was at the meet. And so he's like, okay, let me just get you a single really quickly. So then I hit 145 snatch and then, um, 187 or 185 clean and jerk or 80 is like 83 kilos. Okay. And if you're saying like at the time you were saying that in pounds, so you know, like you were not a weightlifter at all. Yeah. They were converting it for me the whole time. And it was the most confusing thing ever. And like, they were like calling my name. I remember I was in the back and, um, because they, you know, when they like, ask you to uh like oh like what after you weigh in ask you what your numbers you're opening with yeah well i told him like some random numbers and they're like oh do you know what's your turn like do you know like you you put this number down on your paper because i had nobody to count for me and they're like madison like you're up and i was like oh like (laughs) it was it was pretty embarrassing (laughs) yeah i think everybody has that first meet like horror story but I feel like the one thing people tell you is do not cut weight for your first meet. And you're like, let me just cut a large percentage. Yeah. No one told me. Um, but I mean, I did it. So I made it to American open. Yeah. That's awesome. So, and that's like the American open finals is like some people that's the pinnacle of weightlifting. Like their career is they're yeah. gonna they're gonna qualify for the American Open Finals. You don't even know what weightlifting is. You're just like I have to hit 185 pounds and you're going. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's kind of where I found Cal Strength was after that, and I had someone reach out to me on Instagram, and he was like, "Have you ever heard of Cal Strength?" And I was like, "Nope." And he's like, "Do you want to take a trip down there?" And some random random guy on Instagram. <laughs> And I was like, yep. <laughs> so went up with this random guy on Instagram and he drove me to Cal Strength, got in his car and everything. <laughs> did you tell Wouldn't your recommend. friend, did you tell your friends like where you were going? Um, 
yes but also I was like my mom has my location like the whole time <laughs> that's awesome um, but no he's he's actually really cool and we're still friends to like this day so when you show up to Cal Strength do like you obviously weren't on the team at that point did you just like kind of drop in yes um I don't know I got I think I got really lucky and um Dave was like we don't make any money from weightlifters. Like you can just come here for free. Like, you know, I know that you live pretty far away, like in your commuting here, like whatever. And then I was showing up like three times a week. And then like the other two days were just at like my CrossFit gym. And I just paid for like the programming. And then, um, after that, I was like, I think I want to do this full time. Like I was telling Dave, like, can I do double days? And Dave did not give a shit about me, like, at all. Like, at this point, he was like, who, like, what's your name? Like, I don't care. And I was like, okay, like, can we switch my program over to, like, double days? He's like, okay, <laughs> like, who are you? And so that's when I um, I got an opportunity to move closer to Cal Strength, and I took it, so. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, you kind of at a point you had to take a leap, like I'm going to do this. And I think a lot of people like leaving CrossFit to weightlifting, you hear that over and over and over again. Everyone on the podcast, I feel like who's done weightlifting said, yeah, I did CrossFit. I figured out there's weight classes or I figured out I could be good at this, but it's funny because weightlifting is not like a popular sport to anybody who doesn't do CrossFit. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> what What's your athletic background? Like, did you do any other sports growing up? Yes. Um, I did gymnastics. Okay. How long did you yeah. do that for? Um, I actually started when I was eight, which is if you know gymnastics, you know, that's an old age to start gymnastics at. And I just excelled pretty quickly doing that. And then I just got like kind of tired of it. And I was in this very unhealthy relationship and I got a partial scholarship to San Jose state. And my boyfriend at the time was like, um, pretty much like just saying like, Hey, look, well, if you go, like, we're going to, like, we're not going to be together. And then I just started getting all these mental blocks and just had that like straight, like regret, like living out, like just quitting gymnastics right after that. And then just having just regret of like, man, like I could have like gone and like been an athlete if I would have taken care of myself a little bit more and like gone to college and like stuff but I mean I have gotten over that <laughs> it's been a, I'm 26 now so it's like um living with that like regret and stuff is just not healthy for anybody Do you, did you think back on that time when it was time to move to Cal Strength did you think I regretted not doing college gymnastics like I'm gonna take this opportunity kind of kind of it was more like my dad dying was kind of like triggered me a little bit because when he you know like I was in the hospital with him because he died from cancer and um I was in the hospital with him like every day and i he I remember him saying this one thing and he was like like if I would have if I would have known like I was gonna die like like this right now on this bed like I would have done things differently in my life and I was just like holy shit. I was like, don't say that. Like, that's, that's huge. I was like, cause like, you're about to die. Like you can't like take anything back now. 
he was like, no, like I, I would have done things a lot differently. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and so that just like every, any time, like a decision is like a big decision or even a little decision. It's like, could possibly be life-changing. I literally take, I li- take the leap yeah. always, every time. Damn. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. That's like, obviously it's, it's helped shape you, but I'm sure in mm-hmm. the moment it's like, oh, it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Having a parent die is definitely not fun, but it's definitely, I've, I have a brother and I have a sister and, um, we each went like, you can just see from the outside of like how death can like shape someone. It's like my brother went to drugs and my sister like suppressed her sadness and now she's having like depression. And then I'm like over here, like taking the best out of it kind of thing not to like hit on my siblings or anything because I love them (laughs) but it's just a way to like you can you can choose any pathway you know but I chose this one yeah so what's what do you think has been so let's just talk about like what your daily training is like because you you get to Cal Strength and from what we see on the YouTube it's pretty intense it's not like you're just showing up there three days a week to shoot the shit yeah. Um, so I have a job. I have two jobs and I train. So on Mondays I train double days and then Tuesday I have a single day and then I work. And then Wednesday I get up super early. I fit in my double day and then I go to work. And then on Thursday, single work and then Friday double day. And then I work in between my sessions and then, um, Saturday I work out at 6 a.m. and then I go to work oh wow so this is like this is a full-time schedule yeah I I have yeah and then now I'm like starting up my nutrition business so I'm taking on nutrition clients and um absolutely love it (laughs) so it's not like it's something that's hard for me and something that's like a you know, um, I see it as something that's like a burden because like I I'm choosing to do that too. Um, but it's take, it takes up a lot of time as well. So I don't have much time. Do you do anything for yourself? Like how do you wind down at the end of the night? Um, well, I read the Bible. (laughs) Um, and I am trying to meditate like breathing exercises. Um, I love, cleaning my room I don't know (laughs) (laughs) what uh what do you do for like for meditate or breathing exercises like do you have an app or something yeah um I just try to like lie on my back and just like feel like myself breathing and it's hard it's I'm not very good at it um yet because it takes practice and my mind is always like I need to be here. I need to do this. No, don't forget that, you know, and it's very, very hard for me to sit still. So, um, right now I'm, it's actually funny that you bring that up because we just had this USA weightlifting, um, zoom meeting Um, this guy totally forgot his name, but he is like a mental health guy. And like everyone was invited, but there was like five athletes on there. And i like to take advantage of things. So I was on the zoom meeting and this guy was just actually talking about like self-love after like not being an athlete. 
But anyways, he was telling me that because I was telling him that I have trouble meditating and he was saying that that's totally normal. And my 10 minutes that I'm like lying on the ground or whatever, like silencing everything out, I probably only get like maybe 30 seconds of silence. Yeah. I mean, anybody who starts meditating, you realize how hard it is. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you start thinking about one thing. Usually like uh, if I meditate, I don't do it regularly. But when I was doing it, I would think about everything. And then once I got done, I'd be like, oh, okay, now I feel better because I thought about all those things. But (laughs) I don't think I actually meditated at all. Yeah. And it's that's see, that's the thing that it's like I call it like meditation, but it's like me sitting in silence and my thoughts are just like coming to me and I'm trying to block them out for 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes like you need that. And yeah, like with social media, you guys have the YouTube. I definitely wanted to like discuss the Cal Strength YouTube. What is that like being on camera all the time? Not all the time, but you guys put out training sessions and stuff. Has has that been difficult for you to adjust to? No, um, <laughs> I like me. I like it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I. I see the positive feedback coming from it. So it's just like, sure, if my misses and my makes help your training session better, like, uh, that's fine, you know? Do you ever get any haters? Yeah, all the time. I get a lot of people saying that I'm on steroids and stuff. How do you deal Um, with that? I ignore it. I mean, like, like a little bit, but it's just not worth your energy. Like, like I said, my mind's like always running, always thinking of stuff. It's like, I have no room or time to think about like someone who thinks I'm on steroids because I'm breathing weird in my lifting videos. Like what? (laughs) Yeah. People are crazy, (laughs) especially like, like kind of putting your life out there. You're, you're susceptible like, I'm sure you get a lot of good feedback, but you can also get the, and it's always that one negative comment. If you get 50 people who tell you, you look great, you look awesome, nice lift. And then there's that one person who says, oh, she's on steroids. Then it's like, it yeah. ruins your day. Yeah, it's fine though. I mean, I was also like very, like when I was like 18, 19, 20, I was kind of like a bully, like in a way. Cause I like, I didn't love myself and I hated my life and like, I didn't know where I was going. And like, it's a sense of like, oh, I wish I looked like her and just like feeling like I have to be mean to someone to make myself feel better. Like I've been through that as a girl, like growing up. And I'm sure a lot of girls can relate to me and saying like, I wish I looked like her and like all the stuff and like being mean about it. Um, so I was definitely there at one point. So it's like, I know where it's coming from, you know? So it's, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, you feel bad for those people. Cause I'm like, I wish I could share like how I feel now to you and what helped me get to where I am kind of thing to like grow up, but it is what it is. Yeah. I think that's good advice. Do you guys ever talk about it together as a team, like laugh about the comments or anything? Oh, all the time. <laughs> There's this one comment, um, um, it was like about like Izzy being like the new Rob Blackwell. I don't know. It was like why? So we were, yeah, we always like go to like the YouTube comments together and like just like just laugh at them. I mean, that's all you can do, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, that's totally true. So what's you mentioned like your training a lot. What is a typical training session look like? Um, it definitely depends on the cycle we're on, but um just say like a month out from this recent American Open finals. Um, like a double day would look like some drill for snatch. Um, because it was like a lot of time under tension that Kelly and I needed. So we were doing a lot of like pulls, eccentric snatches, um, power cleans, um, and then like some squats, like squatting, squatting, squatting. And then um, I got really freaking strong doing all these squats. And then um, evening would be full snatches, like eight by one, and then like heavy single clean and jerk drop sets and then squats again. So how do you recover from all that? Um, diets, diets, water, um, sleeping, sleep. I suck at sleeping, but <laughs> sleeping is not my friend. I, I could get better at that for sure. But everything else is, is pretty much just a clean diet. No alcohol, no alcohol at, at all on the weekends or anything. Um, no, I'm actually hung over like today as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> um but then this feeling just reminds me of like why I don't drink yeah kind of thing because I definitely am I'm an overachiever and I for sure if I'm doing some I go all the way all the time 100% so you know I got super drunk <laughs> um but during season I do not drink at all yeah and so we'll talk about the uh the american open that you just competed so what's what's kind of leading into it are you um you guys doing like a taper like is this something that you guys had on the calendar and like we're gonna take this meet we're six weeks out and you're really focused on that one yes we decided after we both competed at in december and after we competed in December and I got, it was a small chance of me totaling 186 at that time. And that was only three months ago. And, um, we just decided like, okay, well we could do a meet in March and then we could do another meet in May or June. And like, we, we don't have to do the one in March, but it's just another opportunity for you guys to try to beat out their totals or like try to search hit a certain total and me and kelly both said yes right away we're just like yeah like heck yeah like, like let's shoot for that opportunity um and so we were training for that when we got back from december yeah. we're not got back but like when after we competed do you take time off like have you taken you just competed last weekend did you take this week off or do you guys do anything for downtime i i did take this week off um it's kind of funny because I never want to take time off. Like even after December and after that hard cycle and like competing, I was, I was in the gym like the next Monday, like ready to go. Um, but this time I, my body was like not wanting to cut. And I'm, I wish it was, I was exhausted and I took this week off. That's awesome. I took this week off too. I'm like ready at this point. It's Sunday when we're recording and I'm like, yeah. all right, it's time to do something. Like, I need to move. Yeah, like my abs are gone, <laughs> like completely. Do you do you do a water cut like leading into competition? 
Um, not usually, but this time I had to. Um, and then I was still heavy like that day. Like it was like my body was like, nope. So I had to sit in the sauna for 45 minutes and jump up and down. It was terrible. Do you, I've talked to a couple of people who do water cuts like on a regular basis. Like how bad does it actually suck? Um, the water cut itself, I, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. I, I should have done a harder water cut because obviously I was overweight. Um, but I'm not very experienced with water cuts because I'm, like, I did it the first time I competed as a 49, but um, then I, I overcut. And then this the in December, I didn't do a water cut, and I was fine. And so this time, I was kind of like, oh, I'll just kind of meet in the middle. But my body was just, it was not wanting to drop. So. Yeah, and weightlifting, two hour away. And so it's not like you don't really get time to feel better. You're just like, you're feeling like shit on the scale. You're going to feel like shit when you're competing. Yeah, I definitely had a headache and I don't get headaches really. So I was just like, this is terrible. But I mean, I did it. So, <laughs> so kind of talk us through the meet you had, you hit an American record, which is awesome. American record clean and jerk 109 kilos, but kind of walk us through what, what your mindset is like on competition day. How do you approach warmups and, and kind of everything mm -hmm. leading up to, up to the meet? Um, well, I stopped drinking caffeine. Um, I stopped listening to loud music. <laughs> like that the day of, or like this, is this the week like leading up? A couple, like a couple days leading up. I stopped, um, like eating like extra snacks. Um, and I, like at, every night I like look at myself in the mirror and just like give myself like positive affirmations, like telling myself, like, I'm good enough. I'm strong enough. Like I can do this kind of thing. And just kind of putting the trust into, you know, the universe that day is my only thing that I can say is just like being okay with what's going to happen. Um, and I don't like listening to music while I'm going because I like to listen to Dave. So, um, and then, I mean, after weigh-ins, it's just like, kind of like a relief a little bit. And, but I mean, my snatch, I don't know if you saw my snatch performance, but I went one for three. We'll talk about that. But do you have coffee like after you weigh in or anything? Caffeine? That's what, where my mind was like, how do you go like a couple days without drinking coffee? Yeah. Um, well, when you're cutting, um, you coffee is like an appetite suppressant. So I have like I consume a bunch of coffee and then um, like a lot. And then just like two days out, I just like stop um, drinking like I drink maybe one cup a day. And so I can like feel the effects of caffeine like that day. But I my adrenaline's so freaking high. Like I don't need it. Like I only drink, like I, and I drink a bang or like an energy drink and I hate drinking those, but I only drink like three sips out of it. Cause I'm like, oh, like yeah. already like super like high on energy. Yeah. It's just natural adrenaline. So, yeah. okay. So you went one for three in the snatch. What do you hit for the snatch? Um, 76, okay. but we knew I had to hit 79 for me to have a chance to, outbeat Haley's total 
So what's what's your going through your head when you after the snatch? Like obviously you had a great clean and jerk performance, but when you don't hit that, what was what was going through your mind? Like were you sitting there crying? No. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> maybe. Um, so before I started snatching, Dave said no ups, no downs, and I was like, okay. And I really, I was just thinking like no celebration because we have clean and jerk kind of thing. That's what, like what I was thinking. And my snatch warming up was phenomenal. Like I felt so good and hitting my first 76, I was like, yep, like I'm going to go three for three and snatch. Like, absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind. And then I just cut the pole short and the second one. And I was literally confused. I was like, how, like how it felt so good. And I think I was so caught up in that where I just missed my second one too. And then I was very close to crying. Cause I was like, that's it. Like there's no opportunity for me to outbeat her totally yet anymore. And so I was sitting there and I was felt the tears coming on and Dave said, no ups, no downs. He's like, no downs. And I was like, and then I just like, okay. And then I just went to the bathroom and looked at myself in the mirror. And was like, you can do it. Like you have a choice to make right now. You can either clean and jerk, or you can just be a brat about it and just be, have this attitude and you can, or just take advantage of the opportunity you have now. And I was like, and I walked into the bathroom. I was like, Dave, can I hit the American record? And he was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Cause that wasn't our plan. And so I was like, please. And he's like, well, we'll have to see what your warmups look like. We'll have to see you. And so it's <laughs> like, okay, we're going to do it. And then I was like walking around the gym. I was like, I'm going to get the American record, you guys. <laughs> That's awesome though. I think you need that. Like whether it's three minutes, five minutes, like you cry a little bit or you go in the bathroom, look in the mirror. I remember having a meet where I did that, where I went down to Florida and it's I missed my opening snatch and then it was like fuck I'm not gonna hit the total and then I remember just like kind of sitting there like I still have clean and jerks I'm not gonna hit the total but yeah you have you have Mm -hmm. the opportunity to still do it are you just Mm -hmm. gonna like yeah be a brat about it or are you gonna give it your best shot on the clean and jerk yeah so obviously you did you hit the American record um, mm-hmm. what was that like? So what kind of just walk us through what you're thinking about when you take that clean and jerk, like you, you obviously knew it was the American record. So are you walking up to the bar? Like, this is going to be heavy. I'm not sure if I can hit this. Um, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, cause he, he wanted me to, cause my legs actually started cramping on, on 70 kilos and, um, I was like kind of worried because I've never experienced anything like that before. Like you, when you like, I was looking at my legs and the muscles like in my quads were like, literally I could see them like contracting, like, like bunching up. And I was like, what do I do? Like, what do I do? I was like, I heard people like eat mustard, like at this time, like, should I do that? And they're like, no, just put some heat on it. Like you'll be fine. So that was actually like distracting me a little bit, but, um, it was like everything that could be going wrong was like absolutely going wrong. <laughs> um, but just thinking positive throughout it. And I, he was like, Hey, you're going to hit a hundred and then you're going to jump to one Oh five, which I've never 
taken that big a jump before of that heavy weight. So I was super nervous about taking a hundred to one Oh five. And so, um, he, he always yells something at me. So I always say like, clean it first because I'm not very good at jerks. So, um, before my lift, I, you know, like tell myself, you know, like I'm enough to do this. Like I'm good enough to do this right now. I'm strong enough. Like I can do it. Like just clean it first, clean it first, like clean it first. And then I clean it and then just think about ribs down and bracing. And then I jerked it and it was, I was surprised. <laughs> um, but it was like, literally I, I watched that video like five times a day. I was like, it was like really great experience. And that's why I do weightlifting, you know? Yeah. How can you not? How can you not watch that video and like be proud of yourself? Yeah, it was, it was fun. So what's, what's next after that? Like you hit the American record. Obviously you have, you have a lot of goals in this sport. Like what are you chasing right now? Yeah. Um, just so you know, the, the American record is unofficial. I don't know if you knew yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. But... I saw your Instagram story, but. The, ha okay. the haters will say it's unofficial. We'll call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's official in my heart, so it's official. <laughs> yeah, you hit that weight. The American record was 108, and you hit 109. Like, yeah, that's it. That's mine. It don't say it in the books, but it's mine. Um, so what's next for me is um, getting stronger. Um, I'm trying not to set my heart on the being on an international team this year because I have two amazing well three amazing women in the weight class who are freaking strong so I have Haley Jordan and Morgan and then there's me <laughs> um so I'm really trying not to get my heart set on an international team this year so I, my goal is to just be the best athlete I can be and leading up to this for June at um, nationals. nationals. Yeah. I mean, I see like some of the stuff you're saying is like sports psychology cliche, but it's all true. Like just being like controlling the things that you can control and being the best athlete you can be. And after you have a bad snatch performance or not bad, but like not the one you wanted that you have an opportunity and I think like all the stuff that you're saying, is there anything that you've done like reading wise or talk to any sports psychologists or anything? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm not very good at reading. <laughs> I'm really bad at reading. I don't know why. Um, so when you're bad at something, you don't like doing it. Right. So um, in order for me to get better at reading, the only thing that I can do is, read <laughs> so I like to read um things that will benefit me so like a lot of stuff with nutrition and I like to read um just any article I can about like athlete perspective and like um there's this book Relentless you ever heard of it yeah by Tim Grover yeah, yeah so I'm reading that right now and that's um having a hard time because I suck at reading but I'm getting there I'm chugging along um, and also listening 
to um, like podcasts um, and YouTube videos is mainly, I just literally go on YouTube and I just um, look up like motivational speeches and then I just go through them like in my car, like instead of listening to music, I could, cause I have a 30 minute ride to the gym. So it's like, why not like just listen to things that's going to make my day better today kind of thing. Yeah. Take advantage of, of whatever time you have. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, you say I like cliche and it's so true, but I'm just like, when you feel like grateful to be alive, it's just like everything that you do is like, it, it's like, like you're seeing in like black and white. And then like, I feel like I'm seeing in like color kind of thing. So everything's just fantastic. <laughs> How do you think you get there? Like, obviously you had to go through a lot of hardships to get to this point. What about people who haven't had like a traumatic experience? How do you think they can shift their perspective? Like it's not that bad. Like today's a good day. How do you think people mm-hmm. get to that? Just practice, you know, um, that's, that's all you can do is practice of you know, what you preach. And if you, you, first off, you have to love yourself, whatever that may be. Um, I like struggling right now what I'm struggling with is like body image issues but um I know that sounds crazy right (laughs) um but it's like what I'm doing to help myself is just practicing like looking at myself in the mirror and like practicing but I want to feel better about myself you know some people are like it's too hard like it's you know, and that's a mindset change and some people get there and some people don't. And I couldn't tell you how to get there. You know, it's, it's, you have to want to change and then you do your research to change. Yeah. And I think there's all the books out there. Like you can go to the self-help section at Barnes and Noble and there's a million books on how to love yourself and how to be the best Mm, version. But it's like, if you don't actually want to, it doesn't mean shit. Yeah. Exactly. And you can say these words, um, you know, and you can, because I mean, obviously loving yourself is always going to be like a never ending story kind of thing. And right now, like I'm in, I'm still, and still trying to get there of like whole, like whole hundred percent, like completely loving yourself. You know, because I look in the mirror on competition day and I'm fucking jacked and I'm skinny and I'm like, there's all these muscles a week after, of course, my body needs food. I need to feed my body and fuel it and I can eat whatever I want, but I have a hard time doing that. Like, I'm like, no, it's okay. Like, it's okay. And this, this time was the most productive time for me. So I grew this last week with food. And so I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You, you need that. And like, I feel like a lot of top athletes go through that. Like you're so set on a goal or you're so set on one day. And then it's like, no, there's a lot of days. Like, the, yeah. like yes. <laughs> after, like I heard a lot of podcasts on UFC fighters and like they just build up a fight so long in their mind. And then regardless of what happens, they knock somebody out or they get knocked out like you got to look at the mirror at the end of the fight. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I just sacrificed three months or six months of my life. And now you have to like relearn how to like be good to yourself. And and yes, yes, absolutely. Relearning is, yeah, 
I agree. Yeah. Well, I feel like this took a direction I didn't see coming, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, this was good though. Where can people go if they want to work with you as a nutrition coach? Are you taking on clients? Um, yeah, I actually am. Um, so yes, I wish I had one of me because I, you know, obviously I don't like talking about this because it's like, no one likes talking about failure, but I had a really bad relationship with food when I first started cutting and like after cutting, like I would binge eat, like binge eat. And, um, if I had someone there to tell me it's okay to eat more than a thousand calories, Madison, like, like you need to feel your body like that is not sufficient. So that's what I'm trying to do with people now is, you know, like, um, I'm at the end of my certification. So I am getting, I am certified. Um, but they can just slide into my DMs <laughs> if you're interested in working with me. Cool. And what's your Instagram so people can follow you? Um, Madison, M-A-D period D-I-I-S-O-N. Okay, cool. I'll get that linked up in the show notes. Well, thank you for coming on. This was a blast. Yeah, you're welcome. If you have any more questions or you personally or anybody else, like you can always ask. I always reply to people. Once again, thanks so much, Madison, for coming on the show. I really appreciated talking to her, and I hope you guys did as well. Her Instagram will be linked up in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this one, just take a quick screenshot and tag at Better Than Yesterday Pod on Instagram and let people know that you liked it. So thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I look forward to talking to you on the next one.